Have you been looking for your keys to success? You have found the best place to start. We will hear from professionals on different keys to success in building huge careers in and outside the mortgage industry. These conversations that each person will share their experience will allow you to hear nuggets on finding your keys to success. I'm your host, Sue Meitner, so let's get started and grab your keys. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Grab Your Keys. I am super excited today to have Dale Vermillion on our podcast. He is a, he's done everything in the mortgage industry. You haven't, there's not a stone that's not turned over for you. You are an award-winning trainer, an acclaimed speaker, an author, you have a podcast, you, you've trained over a million people um, in this industry, and you've been in the industry for decades. Uh, you, 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 your reputation far exceeds anyone else's in the training industry, Dale, and I'm super excited to not only have you as one of my coaches, but also to call you a friend. So thank you so much for being on this podcast with me today. Well, thanks, Sue. It's an honor to be here. And Yes, we are friends, and everything you just said makes me sound like an old man. <laughs> no, you're young. You're so young. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> you've just done so much in your time, and um, you know you've been on so many stages and with so many well acclaimed people in the mortgage industry. You are a wealth of knowledge, and I can't wait to dive in and see um, a little bit more about you. In everything that you've done, Dale, what do you like doing the best? You know, it, it's it's really impacting people's lives in a powerful way. I mean, you know, that, that's why we're here. Um, it, you know, we, we, we were created for one purpose, and that purpose wasn't to serve ourselves, it was to serve others. And I, I just really love to uh, impart information and education to people to help them be better at what they do and to live better balanced lives and more powerful lives and more successful lives. And that, that was ingrained in me as a child, and uh, I was fortunate enough to be able to live that out in my career and could, couldn't be happier than being in the mortgage business for 40 years because it's a great industry to do that. It is a great industry, and 40 years. Wow, that's fantastic. Let me go back 40 years ago. How did you get into the mortgage business? <laughs> well, actually, I got in the mortgage business because I was in the construction business because that's what Vermillions do. We, we, we construct things. Um, and I was standing on a scaffold, Sue, and a guy said to me, you talk a lot. You ought to be in sales. I don't think it was a compliment either. <laughs> and I took him up on it. I got a job selling pots and pans door to door for a year and did really, really well, but did not want to do that for a lifetime career. So I was seeking a sales job, uh, saw an ad in the paper for uh, a, a mortgage loan officer position, decided to apply and son of a gun, here I am. Wow. God had a plan. And God does have a plan. He always has a plan. Why do you love helping people in the mortgage industry? Why have you changed over 40 years to not only help yourself, but actually help and learn and do that for other originators? Yeah. You know, I was very fortunate, Sue, and, and uh, you and I both know the value of this. I, I had some great mentors young in my career that made all the difference. And my very first boss, a guy named Sid Williams, um, who I just absolutely loved, he, he taught me very early in my career that our business is really about helping people. It's really about, it's not about selling a mortgage. It's not about 
rates. It's not about all these things we make it about. It's really about life change. It's really about taking somebody and improving their financial situation or helping them become homeowners and live out the American dream. And I really embraced that from early in my career. Well, you know, I, I was fortunate to be very successful very early. Uh, I was only a loan officer for a year before I got promoted to a branch manager at, at just 21 years of age. I was very young. I was running a branch of three loan officers. And I found that I had a knack for really being able to teach others how to be successful in doing the things that I'd done. I was the top producing loan officer in my region. Out of 194 loan officers, I was number one. So I had learned things that, that I was able to pass on to others. And as I went through my 12 years, all the way up to running a national mortgage company where I had 900 loan officers underneath me and 2,300 employees, the thing that I found was I hated the corporate lifestyle. I, I hated all of the red tape and all of the politics and all that, but I loved working with my employees and I loved uh, training people and coaching people and, and just seeing them succeed. It really, really did motivate me. So I decided to just start my own company and, and go out and do it. And you know, the thing I love the most about it is I know that when I help somebody learn how to do this business right, they're helping a customer and they're helping that customer's family and they're helping the community and they're helping our world at large because they're putting people in a better financial picture. And that is vital to people's uh, mental and physical well-being. You know, it's interesting how finances are the biggest reason why marriages go through divorce. And right. look, we can impact that in a positive way. It's the reasons why families split up. It's the reasons why people have so much stress in their life. Finances play a big role and we really get a chance to do that. So every time I'm able to speak in front of a group or uh, work with an individual and help them to be a better loan officer who's focused on really helping their customers to improve their life and get out of debt faster and do all the right things, it motivates the heck out of me. And here 40 years later, I'm just as motivated today as I was 40 years ago. That's amazing. Um, what um, do, would you say a best practices that every loan officer should be doing right now in the market that we're in? So number one is quit talking about rates and quit talking about products and quit talking about programs. Nobody cares and nobody likes what you're going to say anyway. The, the single biggest mistake, Sue, that I see all the time is we just regurgitate mortgage information to borrowers. If, if, if that's all it took to be successful, they wouldn't need loan officers. They can go online and get all that information. What they want is a compassionate, empathetic individual who educates them on why they should even consider taking a mortgage out in this marketplace and showing them all of the good aspects of what we can do, not just, you know, pumping out, here, here's your rate, here's your fees, here's your cost, here's your term, do you want it or not? And, and, and that's the number one mistake that I see is we just don't really focus on uh, building a relationship with our customers that's really powerful to really understand them and then really try to provide solutions that makes a difference. I agree with that. And I love when I've built that relationship with a client 30 years ago, and now I'm doing mortgages for you know, we've refinanced them, they bought another house, and now I'm doing their children's mortgage. And it's because of the initial relationship I had with them when they first bought their first house. And if I was yeah. just sending them a rate sheet, I, I wouldn't have that relationship with them 30 years later. It's yeah. being top of mind and constantly 
you know, being their lender for life and having that relationship and, and, you know, helping them buy that first house. So I, t- I totally agree with that. Yeah, that's, that's what I've always loved about, uh, you know, in the time I've known you, Sue, is that what you're creating there and what we all should create is generational wealth and, and, and generational stability. Um, statistics and studies prove all the time that children of homeowners are much more likely to own a home and children of renters are much more likely to rent. Rent does not create any stability for anybody. Um, homeownership is the only way. That's what makes the American dream the American dream and makes America who it is, is we're the one country, uh, you know, I've traveled all over the world. We're the one country in the world where almost anybody can own a home if, 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 they're, if they're willing to work and willing to, to, to just make even a, you know, average amount of income, you can own a home in the United States. That is not true anywhere else in the world. You're, you're totally right. And you build so much wealth in owning a home. In With regards to success, what do you believe as a loan officer and actually in any industry, what are the three keys you believe you need to be successful? Oh. So num- number one, you have to focus predominantly and primarily on relationship. I think that's the number one thing. And, and, and in doing so, you've got to really be looking out for how you're going to help your customers. That's got to be your number one goal. Many salespeople, the mistake they make is they're focused on selling something. They're focused on making money. That, that's the wrong route. Uh, you know, I, I teach a principle called the other's first principle. It's based on Philippians 2, 3, and 4, which is my life verse. It says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in all things with humility, values others above yourself, looking out for their interests and not your own. That's our goal. We want to, number one, Build great relations with our customers and make sure they're out there. Number two, you got to communicate. This is the number one problem in today's world, Sue, is we have become so tech heavy, particularly in the mortgage industry. Everybody's out there pushing links. Everybody's out there trying to do loans electronically. You're not going to build a relationship electronically. You're you're not going to create connection electronically. You're not going to create trust and loyalty electronically. And you can't really... Help a borrower understand all the reasons why a mortgage makes sense if all you're doing is electronic. So that's that's number two. And I think number three is you, you really just have to have a plan in everything you do. You have to have a structure and a system. You, you can't just be random and reactive, but you got to be prepared and proactive is what you've got to be. You, you've got to go into every call and every conversation and understand what is it you're trying to accomplish for your customer? Uh, how are you going to go through that process of discovery to understand them and get to know them and really understand what they want and what they need and, and, and what they're looking for and what their pain points are and what their struggles are, and then have a plan to accomplish that. You, you've got to be able to build options and solutions that make sense. I, I've said this my whole career. The, the, the problem with most salespeople is we got to stop selling and start solving. That's what we got to start doing is, is quit trying to sell them on something and just solve their issue. And in the mortgage business, that means solving their issue of buying a home or solving their issue of owning their home in a better way by reducing payments through refinance or helping them reduce their term to get out of debt sooner and meet retirement objectives or utilize their equity and leverage it to do things like pay off high interest rate consumer debt, uh, high payments, uh, build wealth, create investments, those kinds of things, you know. 
real estate's been the number one form of wealth building in the United States for the last 50 years for a reason. And when you use your real estate properly, you really can make a difference. You're totally right on that. So relationships, communicate and plan. And if you're not doing those three things in the market that we're in right now, in or in any market and in any industry, what would the, be the first thing you would tell an originator or someone in order to pivot into starting to do those things? What's the first thing they should do to change their their activity? Well, in, in, in the world that you live in, the retail world where you're working with referral partnerships, the very first thing I would tell someone today is get out of your darn living room and get out there where the action's at. That this, this is by far, Sue, the number one mistake I see in the mortgage business today. The pandemic changed everything. And I see too many loan officers who want to sit in their living room and make lots of money. And that's just not going to happen. Not in this marketplace. It did in 2020 and 2021 when, when you know, it was raining dollars in those days because everybody wanted two and a half percent rates at a six and six and a half percent rate market. That ain't happening anymore. You always got to remember when rates go up, activity goes down from consumers. So you got to get out there. You, you, you've got to build partnerships. You've got to build relationships. You've got to be in the mix. You've got to go to open houses. You know, I, I love sharing the story. There, there's a lady that, that I work with, with a client of mine, that in her 11th month of the business with no prior experience, she closed $4.5 million in loans. And when I asked her the reason, how did you do that so quick in this marketplace, in this 2023 marketplace, her answer was simple. I go to six open houses every weekend. I meet 100 plus customers. I get their information and do a pre-approval for every one of them. And I meet all six realtors in that process. And I'm doing that every week. And now I've got a, a network of you know 70 realtors. Uh, I'm working with lots of customers. I've got no issues with this marketplace and I'm making plenty of money. It's really a process of getting out there and building relationships. And I think one of the other things that you, the word that you didn't use that I think should be used at, at times is consistency. You always say that consistency and relationships, consistency and planning, consistency and communications, consistency and going to the open house wins because they're constantly gonna see your face and they know that they're gonna rely on you. So that right. builds confidence that you're the one to use because you're going to close those deals. Right. So, um, Dale, who in the mortgage industry, since everyone admires you, who do you admire? Oh, there's a whole lot of people that I admire in this industry. Um, but, you know, when, when I when I look around the scope of the industry, I mean, Sue, you're certainly somebody I admire in this industry um, because you just get it done. And I love that. Um you know, I admire the people who just work hard and do it ethically and are out for their customers. And, and there's a whole bunch of people I could list off in that in that category. Now, other leaders, you know, I, I'm a big fan of guys like Barry Habib. I think Barry is just a great guy and, and brings so much value to the industry and the things that he provides out there today. Um, I, I mean, I could give you a laundry list because I know so many people and I don't want to leave anybody out. And I think of Barry, cause I just had him on my executive exchange just a couple of days ago. Which so was a great exchange, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, Barry always brings a lot of value to, to, to what he does. He knows the business as good as anybody out there. Uh, Doug Duncan's going to be on my podcast coming up next week. Uh, one, one of the most knowledgeable guys in the world, in our industry. He's a guy I admire. I mean, they're, they're Garth Graham. There, there's just a lot of people that I really admire. 
But but the ones I admire the most are, are the unsung heroes who are just behind the scenes doing the job every day, who have, you know, their customers best interest at in mind. And 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 they're just they're just trying to help people. Those are my heroes at the end of the day. And and they're names you wouldn't know, uh, but I can name thousands of them that I've met over my career. Yeah, that's fantastic. If you weren't in the mortgage industry, what would you be doing? <laughs> I'd probably be a pastor. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I did. That's what I did as a side gig for several years was preaching. So I, I, I like to talk, as you probably have figured out. Um, so that's probably what I'd be doing. I'd probably be back preaching. Uh, if not that, I don't really know what I'd be doing because, you know, I got the gift of gap. I mean, you know, God gave me that and I don't really know what I'm not qualified for anything else. So to be honest with you, well, you're totally qualified for mortgage. So we'll keep you with us as long as we can. So what is in the future for Dale Vermillion? Retirement. Some someday. Not sure if that's when that's going to happen. It'll never be a full retirement because I love I love, you know, going out and doing keynotes and I love interacting with people in the industry and I love consulting to executives. So I'll, I'll probably continue to do some of that stuff. But really, at this point in life, my, my, my focus is, you know, my wife and grandkids you know, we, Laurel and I have been married 31 years and, you know, it's, we, we, we are empty nesters and we're having a ball. So, you know, we plan to What's do a lot secret? of fun things. What's that, huh? secret to be What's that secret to be married for 31 years? Oh, you know, I, I, I think the number one secret to a good marriage is just each person has to be more concerned about the other one than themselves. I think that's what it comes down to is, you know, if, if we're putting our spouse before ourselves and the other spouse is doing the same. And my wife's been incredible about that. Uh, our whole marriage, you know what? That's what makes it work. And, right. you know, I'd like to say great communication, but she'd tell you I'm not a great communicator a lot of times because I maybe because I talk all the time. I'm I'm tired when I get home. I don't know, but but uh, we just we just trust each other. We love each other, and we look out for each other. I think that's really what it comes down to. And oh, and and take time to be a couple. One one of the things that we talk about all the time. People ask us that question, you know, all the years that I traveled and all the years we were raising kids, I committed to every 90 to 120 days, we would take four days and go somewhere, just the two of us as a couple. You got to keep that relationship fresh. You, you got you to gotta stay friends and, and you got to stay in love in, in that process. And you do that when you get a chance to get away together. You, you can't just live your life for your kids and you can't just live your life for work. Those things will get you in trouble later in life. Yeah, well, I've um, watched you with your family and I admire you with your family and I admire you with your profession too. So I think that it was so amazing that you were able to join us today and give us a little piece of Dale's wisdom. And um, I appreciate that, Dale. Thank you so much for the gift of relationships, communication, planning, and telling us a little bit about how we can do it a little bit better in our industry. And um, I'm super proud, as I said, to call you my friend and a mentor of mine. Well, Sue, I appreciate that so much. You're the bomb. I, I love working with you. I appreciate all that you do and, and love your heart for people and uh, really honored to be here. Thanks for having me. That's very kind of you to say that. So everyone, if you want to get in touch with Dale, you can look him up on the internet. He's absolutely everywhere. And um, you can always contact us below and we will put you in touch with Dale and his team. And uh, remember, if you like, grab your keys to like it and share it. And we look forward to seeing you next time on Grab Your Keys. Have a great day.
Hey.